four, three. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I felt it around I'm four. Keeping it in. I don't keep... Oh yeah. Keep I it felt in. it in the back. I won't keep it in. And five, four. Leave it. Three. <laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin on stage. She. That chick. That chick. Welcome to another podcast episode. Smash that like button. Smash that notification button. Banger, 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 banger. All 2021. Welcome to another podcast. Yes. Thank you. I'm Kevin. She's Angel. He's Joshy Gans. You're yes, you. Thank you for watching this podcast. I just want to quickly say most of our episodes do over 100K on really? YouTube alone. I've seen it. We took them off Facebook. People were like, where have they been at? Uh, for the safety of the brand. <laughs> for the safety. They just stay on YouTube. And we're not getting paid for any of those 100,000 no, views we're anymore. Not. YouTube, the app, and wherever you listen to podcasts. So thank you guys so much. For being here, uh, church announcements. Church. The tour has almost begun. It's almost on its way. Angel, are you ready? <laughs> I'm close. I started writing for real, for real. So we're going to see where that lands me. Salt Lake City, you're up first. Tacoma, at the time of this, Tacoma's halfway sold out. By the time this airs, it'll be, it'll be more than that. Angel joins us joins us in June. Mm. Is the first show you join in Kentucky? Yeah, Lexington. Yeah. Ooh, is your mom finna come to every show? Mama Dorothy, Peter Kang, Peter Kang. So did Mama Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. So go to kevonstage.com. Uh, check your cities. I will announce some cities are not announced or links are not live yet. Charlotte, Atlanta, so on and so forth. I will make an announcement when they're live. Of course, Patreon probably will know first. Yep. Because I show love to my people. All right. First, first story on the Oh, this is such a good story. On the docket. LA woman arrested for keeping $1.2 million accidentally deposited into her account. Did you say LA woman? New Orleans. Oh, is it New Orleans? Yes. Why does it say LA? New How much? New Orleans woman arrested for <laughs> Keeping 1.2 million accidentally deposited into her account. They were only supposed to deposit, get this, $82. <laughs> and she saw them numbers and was like, what, Lord? Is that you? You got to put the picture here, Josh. Her face looked like, what make you think I was going to get that back? Right. She's like, I couldn't even tell that it was wrong. I just said, you know what? Let me see if I spend some of this. Listen to this part of the story. Authorities claim the 33-year-old woman immediately transferred the money into another bank account yes. before spending chunks of it on a new car and a new house. What you think I'm finna do with what it? What you think I'm gonna do? <laughs> Leave it in here so y'all can take it back? Absolutely not. That'd be on that bank app so quick. <laughs> I'm just gonna move this over here. Let me do a little wire transfer. Oh, you got a big deposit? You know I won the lottery. Won a house. Anyway, Wells Fargo, 7368912-1111. You go to the bank. Where the high yield account uh, yes. helpers at? Uh, excuse me. I would like to take all of it out, and I'm putting it in my mattress. Thank you. Listen. And they were like, she won't respond to our phone calls. <laughs> We have tried, attempted to get a hold of her. I don't know y'all's number. With, so <laughs> within two up. hours, I have a secretary and ex and assistant. Right. I don't. I don't have a phone anymore. You no. can't get a hold of me. Yeah, there's no way. Don't don't at me. It's not happening. You shouldn't have did it. She said the 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 captain Jason Rivardi said it's not her money. She has no legal claim to that money. Even it was even if if, if it was put in there by mistake, it was an accounting error. As they say in the hood. 
sucks to be you guys. Then we're going to have to get back this whole country. <laughs> That's Say that. We're going to get back this whole country. Say that. Oh, my You goodness. know how quick you got that money? She bought a house. They're only able to cover about 75% of that. Quick maths, quick maths, Joshie Angel. Oh, 75%. That's so about 80K. That's 82? over, no, 250,000. Oh, oh, no. So a little bit more than, no, that's how much she kept. 250, 275,000, something like that? 275 million. Because it was 1.2 million. They recovered 75%. No, they recovered, I thought she was able to keep 75. No, she kept 25%. Oh, yeah. So definitely in the 200s. So, yeah, there's like two, maybe 300,000 she kept. That's not bad. That's not bad. Orleans, you get a nice little crib. Listen, she bought a house. <laughs> Expensive flashy items, a 2021 Hyundai Genesis sports utility. That's right. That's she, my Lexus she friend. Lived in her means. <laughs> yes, that's my Lexus friend. She said, I need something reliable. She, I don't need nothing. Because <laughs> when they come and they're not going to let me spend she, this money. She had a million on her vision board to where she had every expense down there to the you T go. already. She you remember in Liar, I mean, not Liar, Liar, Dumb and Dumber when they got the briefcase? And they're like, uh, Lamborghini, 275000 You might want to keep that. <laughs> that's her. They basically gave her a proverbial briefcase full of money. Yeah. And because she knew it was a mistake, I got to spend it. Mm-hmm. Right. Or even if she didn't know it was a mistake, I would be like, Lord, if this is you, mm-hmm. let me not waste your blessing. <laughs> right. Let me use the gift now. Would they say if you don't use your gift, you lose your gift? Hey. She did not bury her talent in the ground. Oh, no, 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 no. no I've no. never questioned the blessing of God. <laughs> no, and I never will. No. Who am I to question the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christo? Listen, I will be thinking some rich person out there is just tired and they just wanted to give away money. Have you ever had yes. dreams and wishes that you would just befriended someone old and wealthy and they just were like, you, in yes. the will? I've had that thought. <laughs> Especially in my broke days. Man, what if I just woke up one day and there was $25,000 in my account? I remember when I first crossed over to $1,000 in my bank account. I got my taxes back and I did them on TurboTax myself. And I was like, I don't know if this is right. So let me... I went, I drove to Portland and me, I took a, I went and checked my balance at the ATM. It was like $1,908. And I was like, I got four numbers. I got a comma. Before like, the decimal a point, a comma? A comma. I took my black behind down to Portland and bought a $600 bass guitar. You what? are an <laughs> a-hole. I almost cussed and I was like, this is a family show. I didn't see a thousand for like six more years. I can't. But do, uh, what does it feel like to be, you're about to be that old person that people are hoping decides to write a check and put it in their account. <laughs> you're about to be that guy. I just hope one day Kev just says, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to give a million dollars away to somebody. <laughs> Y'all like, better. Y'all got a better chance of Willy Wonka covering out <laughs> being real. <laughs> I got family. They they get that deposit. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing. When you're black. When you're black, you don't have a chance. And we are the uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> family is the Make-A-Wish, okay? I got a funny story to tell you about fake money. I went to an ATM <laughs> when I was young. First uh, real bank account. I was down to Wells Fargo. Uh, and an ATM was broken and I was checking my balance and I asked for $20 and it gave me like 800 bucks. Oh, okay. I was like, Oh yes, I am rich. I didn't spend it. Right. Went down to the bank, kept the eight hundred, put it under my mattress, something like that. Like the weekend came, the bank called me back or called me like, Hey, we noticed the ATM was, you know, on the fritz. 
and says you have $800. And I was like, dang, right? I go up there with my dad, my dad in the car. The police are going to be on their way to arrest you. And I was like, wow, I didn't do nothing. All I did was ask for 20. It gave me 800. Right. So I get, I got the money in my pocket because I don't want to go to jail. Me and my dad are sitting in front of the lady. It's a black lady. She was like, look, man, it was, a, it was our mistake. We really can't legally do anything to you. So if you have like 100 of the money back or 200, we'll make it even. I was like, this is perfect. My dad was like, give it all oh, to her. No, of course. Dad, and I my was mother like, would say some stupid mess <laughs> like that. You'd be so mad. You're dumb. That's what I'd be thinking. It's your job. My dad made me give all 800 back oh, man. when all she wanted was 200. They was just going to adjust my account and say, you know, basically our bad machine was tripping because it came out like, you know, the 18 was like, yeah. like, you know, it was like 20. And I was like, yes, I'll live another day. And it was like, chunk. Mm. I was like, <laughs> excuse me. I just grabbed it and I looked right into the camera. I was like, it's me, Captain. And I was just like, well, See your pores. <laughs> I was in high school at this time. Oh, yeah. 800? 800. Now, mind you, this is when I worked at Burger King. Yeah. And my yes. check was 8730. And I was uh, like, don't look at me, your pores. I'm finna buy some Jordans. Instantly moist is what I would have been at. I'd be like, oh, God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I would not have been no good for the rest of the day. Just rubbing the money on my face. Oh, yeah. $800. Oh. Isn't it crazy how at one point in our, in our life, $800 was like. What do you mean one point? $800 today if I find it. It's still a lot of money, Kevin. It's $800. Okay, we maybe are not the for you. Okay. $800. Angel is a SAG actress. Do you know how many of us are broke? Look at the stats. $800. Yeah, today. You would not, Angel. $800. Let me, I wish Marcus was watching this right now. He'd be like, yup. Blue Chew. Hard. Speaking of which, we're going to give a shout out to our first sponsor, and we will be right back. Oh, man. What's up, guys? You all know that we love ShipStation over here at Here's the Thing, and they love us as well. So if you started your own store and you're selling your own products, we want you to start using ShipStation because they make fulfilling your orders so much easy. It's simple to import and manage and ship your orders out fast and for less money it's no wonder ShipStation is it's uh has a number one shipping software for e-commerce sellers with more than five uh with more five star ratings than anyone else you can import orders from any sales channel ship with any carrier using their deeply discounted rates and it automates just about any shipping task i know with mama likes having to be able to put things on different websites so that we can sell more boxes this time around. ShipStation is definitely helping us so that we can pull our stuff over from Etsy. We can pull stuff from the Mama Like shop. Um, I know Kev uh, uses it for all the merchandise they have. Absolutely. As, well as Mrs. Kev on stage. So we want you to give ShipStation a try. You'll even have access to amazing discounts with major carriers, including UPS, FedEx, and USPS. Easily compare carriers and choose the best solution every time. With ShipStation, small businesses can now access the same rates usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies without the contracts or commitments. That sounds amazing, Angel. It sounds amazing. 
amazing. Ship more for less in less time. Ship, uh, excuse me, just use our offer code CREW, crew. To, to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free, no hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in CREW. CREW! K-R-E-W. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code CREW. Make ship happen. Welcome back to the show. Thank you to our sponsors, Angel. What's going on with you over there? Did you lick a sweater? Mm, what happened? <laughs> you licked the mic again? Oh, it was lemon. It was a lemon for my oh, drink. Oh, okay. So I just want to go down Angel's IMDb real quick. What? No, what? no. Kevin. She, she, uh, she always gets on me for no, saying ER. No. Let me let y'all know. This is worse than you saying ER. Did <laughs> to go down my IMDb? Angel, I need you to know. Let me. This is Angel's IMDb. Watch this here, Angel. Look, 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 Angel. Hold on, Angel. This means why is my scroll going? Look at this. Credits, credits. Now let me pull up Kevin Fredericks. Credit. Listen, no, don't, don't. Let me, let me tell you how many things that. Kevin Fredericks, he ain't paid his IMDb bill. His picture ain't on here no more. <laughs> Why you ain't paid your bill? I paid it. Is it expensive? I think we, no. It's like 45 a month. I mean, a year. Uh, oh, I was about to say, not no month. Hold on, bro. That's... I got nine. Cre- Actually, I got more than I thought. Come on. I got nine. Well, almost all this is my stuff. It don't matter. It's stuff. Nine, <laughs> nine writing credits. 14 producers. Oh, I, I did look, produce. Oh, Wolf of Home is on here. Okay, so exactly. Hold on. Exactly. Kevin Frederick. Oh, wait. Why you I didn't get to I can talk about this now. Is it on there? My NDA is is over because it's on IMDb. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what you Look doing. look under look under producer. Look right under Dustin Nickerson overwhelmed. Look what producer is under there. I don't want to hear Look under the age when you get to it. You said women. Women, look under. Look under producer credits, 14. Uh-huh. Look under Dustin Nickerson overall. Uh-huh, I see. You see what it says? Yes, I do. Will from home. Talk about it. I never was able to talk about this publicly because I signed the NDA. Uh, Will Smith, friend of the pod, had a Snapchat show that I was like a writer-producer on. Uh, I didn't know I could talk about it, but now that I'm credited on IMDb, that's public. That's it's public, public knowledge public now. Record. So yeah, homegirl, black woman, by the way, mm-hmm. black woman hooked that job up at the very beginning of the pandemic. Panic, panic. Uh, she was like, "Yo, we'll got this show on Snapchat. You want to write?" And I was like, "Yes," because yeah, this is like the week all my gigs got canceled, mm-hmm. and I had nothing to do. So for about. Three weeks, I was on Zooms with Will Smith, pitching him ideas, and he was laughing. Him personally, Angel, he was in a little square. Not just him in a painting. Not just him in a painting, not just him in a business. After I met Will, but before we did the Facebook show, so I was in there on the writer's room. I said, Will, what about this? And he said, ha, 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 that's hot. And I was like, dang, I wish I would have come. Because I showed this sneaker picture. uh, Summary. It says, in this time of isolation and uncertainty, you're invited to spend a few minutes hanging out with Will Smith in his garage. In each short form episode, Will from Home <laughs> finds Will doing thing, what he loves most, bringing the laughs, talking to his friends and family, and helping out whenever he can. Yeah, I sat down there. And they gave you producer they credit. They gave me story producer credit. Oh, wow. Wait, English was on there? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's fire. Dang, care. I didn't even know. Okay, then. Exactly. Okay, this will be my thing then for you. Don't you? 
This is, you know, you produce. Why does ER uh, bother you? You did three seasons as Nurse Don Archer. Oh my God, I'm gonna kill you. It's a, it's a thing to be proud of. I am proud of. It. ER is an amazing show. <laughs> All right. In 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 other news. Ow. Hey, this is a weird story. Yes. This is a weird story, guys. Uh, I be spending a lot of time on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I see crazy stuff. Also, if your kids log into your YouTube, your algorithm is destroyed. Oh, my kids are uh, <laughs> annoying orange and Ryan. Ryan is big in that community. Yes. Uh, baby on stage, big fan of Ryan. She also knew Jake Paul's little brother, um, Titus. Mm-hmm. So when he was fighting, she was like, that's Titus, brother. And we were like, girl, hush. And baby and on stage and Sai get along because they watch the same stuff. Yeah. They, they best friends. Oh, wow. So <laughs> there is a story about the 2000... What 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 year was it? The 2000 Paralympic Games. Okay, let me just give you the short end of this. This is the Paralympic Games, which means people are usually special needs or disabled mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Right. Here's here's the story. Please, please. The Spanish team, okay, for their Paralympic Games, fielded a team. Without people with special needs. Stop it. And played teams that had special needs. That's the ringer. So it is. So in the Paralympic Games, especially in basketball, you can field uh, people with intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. So you take a test. They'd be like, okay, you you know, you ain't as intelligent right. as other people. You can play on this basketball team. Spain was like, we need to win a gold medal because Top. it'll get this nonprofit more gifts. So what they did is say, <laughs> let's just fill this team of regular basketball players and y'all just take this test. Don't be so obvious that y'all ain't, you know, special needs. But then they was in the games blowing teams out by 30 and 40. That is terrible. When they won and the in the Spanish newspaper, they posted the gold medal picture. People were like, this what? Did he look he did he look like he just okay? Like No, what? no, they were like this is my dude from high school. There's there's nothing wrong with him. Oh no. No, this is my <laughs> I work with this dude. People are He's not special needs. He's an engineer. He's a regular and they was and if you look at the clip it's on YouTube. These men are going between their legs. <laughs> they're, they're behind them. No way. <laughs> That's serious. How were they even, how were they faking a disability? Because it was intellectual. They were just faking the test. So they had somebody go on the test and basically figured out how to make it look like they were special needs, but not so far they couldn't play, but not so uh, normal that they couldn't play. So they get like the perfect number that was like, okay, you probably have an intellectual disability. It was so bad that they had to take out intellectual disabilities for that sport moving forward. Okay, you know Mm -hmm. the saying, stealing candy from a baby. This is what this, like, feels like. (laughs) Like, Definite equivalent. This is exactly, I'm like, okay, why? Why couldn't you all just get some other people that were actually uh, differently able? Yes. And have them play. Y'all said, no, we're going to take somebody real good. So, but my thing is, as a competitor, you playing people who are special needs, what what is you, what do you get out of it? Because I... Although this is, you know, nefarious, mm-hmm. I get the capitalism. I'm trying to open up. I'm trying to keep the doors open. Terrible, mm-hmm. terrible. The actual player being like, hey, man, just act like you ain't smart. But when we go out there, hoop. But don't hoop so much that it's obvious. But also, we got to make sure we win. 
I just I just can't understand how like because I'm sure they played some basketball teams where the people had like more than just mental challenges where they were actual physical challenges how can you cross over somebody who you know is like can't barely see right or, or possibly just motor skills just shot all to hell how do you do that and not be like you know what let me just go ahead and foul you so you can get some free th- that's free what i'm I, that's my issue i'm too competitive to ever do this i think anytime i think man you know what as a society humans we be trash we can't get no more trash than this fielding a peop, a, a team full of people who are not differently abled and blowing out teams that are differently abled for a gold medal. I just, come I can, on now. I, I've heard people g- getting a ringer like, Oh yes. Ringer, but a whole team. You're like, stepping. No shot. <laughs> You're like, stepping. They they don't think that one if they would have just had like only cheat a little bit why cheat the whole way the the guy who made the documentary was asking that he was like okay one or two that's I get it the dude was like nah y'all don't understand we have to win this gold medal damn you know we can't man we can't risk it y'all get out here and hoop for real. So apparently by the time, yes, 10 angel, 10 of 12. Oh my God. 10 of 12. I can't. Are not differently able. Now when they get home, it's in the newspaper. The newspaper, well, the newspaper runs the gold medal store before they even leave. Uh-huh. By the time they land back in Spain, they had to vacate the medal. Of course. And now they're doggone uh, international. Uh, actually, I don't know how international it is because I never heard of the story. This randomly popped. Popped and up this on my was YouTube. back in 2017, or did he just write the documentary? No, this this happened in the year 2000. Oh wow, uh, 21 years ago. And you, I never heard of it. Do you hear of it? Mm-mm. Do you hear of it, John? Mm. It wasn't a big story. This document, the documentary is called "The Greatest Paralympic Scandal of All Time." It's on YouTube, Patreon. You're watching live. I will put the link in the uh, comments. Y'all should definitely check it out. Uh, but yes, I was like <sighs> greed corruption like i'm okay with a little corruption i'm okay with yeah, i want my aau team to win i'm gonna get a kid who doesn't live in our neighborhood mm-hmm. to play or maybe the team's supposed to be 11 he's 12 right here and there <laughs> here and there to win the pair uh, uh, an olympics that are designed for differently able people to complete on a little playing field just... and you fielding a team with 10 people who are not differently able i i, I come on now I just and I'm watching I'm watching bits of this documentary as we talk to convincingly fail an IQ test or not fail because there's no pass or fail, but to convincingly hit the score in which you need to hit in order to be considered to be mentally have mental challenges to be a part of the Paralympics is difficult. Yes. Like to like hit that like range convincingly. Yep. Yep. All the work that they must have had to do to train these men, they couldn't train some people that actually qualified That's what physically. What? And how? So how do you sleep at night? Man. How I mean, do you sleep at night knowing you playing you playing people who are differently able, and you out here just Bob boy get off me? <laughs> I just. It's amazing. Well, no people. History has shown that people are trash. That's if we ain't nothing else as a society of human beings, we, we are, are tra- trash. 
<laughs> like how do you how do you, yeah you're right like how do you sleep at night how do you think about the people's faces that you just did all that too absolutely because they don't get to go back and play those games like no, that's it that's it i don't even when i used to hoop many moons ago it wouldn't even be fun to me if the teams were unevenly balanced. Right. If you got like, okay. Like height and. Yeah. If we're like dominant, like I would prefer to play against people who should beat us. But if I had like, there's 10 hoopers and like four are really hooping. Mm-hmm. Let's spread them and get two or three on one and two or three on the other. Yeah. Not four against, you know what I'm saying? So you just run the court. These people sat up there and was like, but nah, though. But see, this is how you know this would happen in a different country and not here. And that there were no black mamas on these teams. Because I would have been like, nope. No, I already know. I can tell that boy right there ain't nothing wrong with him. Pull him. Pull him up off the court. No, I would have known. I've been like, I my baby been special for a long time. I know how to read special. And he ain't. When your kids are were your kids good at all sports? That, no. <laughs> no. And I'm not the mom just that's just saying anything. Like, oh you can do it. I'm like, do better. Do better. Stop all that crying. That's me. That's me. <laughs> Listen, I yell a lot because Joe is good at soccer. Bless his heart. Mm-hmm. Isaiah playing basketball. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> Let me show you what he did, Angel. Joshy, yes. go to go to my wife. My son. I know, I'm about to stand up. Yeah, he wants you to go to the uh, wife. My son shoots... shooting free throws was jumping. Okay? Let me show you what he looked like. (laughs) It's Isaiah. Okay? Free throw, ball. Okay? Dribble, dribble, dribble. (laughs) Yes! Okay, Angel, two feet up. When he crossed them hands over and did this, I said, take him out. Take him out. And what happened was I used to practice with him <laughs> in our hoop out in the front yard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, why are you jumping? Because <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> he never jumped. As a fan, I ain't, you ain't never seen me jump for a free throw. Why are your arms doing this? <sighs> he was like, it felt farther during the game. I feel like, <laughs> mind you, this ball banging against the backboard. <laughs> he, boom. I said, Jesus. Get, <laughs> This team, that was that was a tough season. <laughs> Before I was on, I went to every game. This team used they used to get the scoreboard turned off on them because you know you get blow out by thirty four. They like yeah, the kids they, can't they, take they, this. They can't see any of that. Turn, turn it off. Turn it off. Isaiah's hand eye coordination. Bless his heart. I love him. Non existent. He would still. He's fast and he hustled, which is all I ever asked of my baby. He stole this dog on basketball and dribbled out of bounds every time. <laughs> bumping into the, you know, they have the the padding, yeah. so you don't hurt. Bumping into that, I was like, Listen. get him off, get him, get him out, turn this off. Kai, who could shoot really well, was doing. I don't know if he was doing thriller choreography down the court. He'd be da da da, no ball, just and we'd be like, run, Kai, and he'd look up at us. Looking silly face. And then uh, Cy, <laughs> the entire season, we didn't know this until they gave out their participation trophies. The entire season, his coach thought he was a girl. <laughs> he said, oh. 
he was giving out the things. He was like, oh, you know. Now, this young lady, she hustled <laughs> the whole season. <laughs> really tried, always had a smile on her face. He was like, this trophy goes to Cy Tanksley. And I said, he's a boy. <laughs> when I tell you that coach avoided me afterwards. <laughs> and I ran to yeah. him, did you think my child was a girl the whole season? Is that when they had the man bug? He had, uh, he had locks. <laughs> and then I was sometimes put up in the police. I said, did you think my baby was a girl the whole season? He said, I did. <laughs> This young lady is going to blossom into a gorgeous woman. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, I really, I mean, I record. I was like, it's a a boy. (laughs) It is a boy. That's what I was like, cut these things off. Was Kai on the same team? Yes. And the coach would never thought, uh, oh, he thought he, they were fraternal twins? He thought, Well, they are fraternal twins. I mean, but, you're right, they are. But he thought it was a boy-girl twins. But I'm just like, oh, that is a boy. That's hilarious. That is a Isaiah boy. Isaiah was good at track, though. Bless his heart. Because when you take the ball away and it's just pure speed, <laughs> he got now, it. He's, now he's back to winning. So I ain't going to throw him all the way under the bus. But hooping, I was mm-hmm. like. Jesus. Yeah, Lil Marcus, he gets so frustrated because he's not, oh, watching him was also painful as well. Just no hustle about him. We're like, what's going on? I remember one time he tried to bust out crying because they had made him switch teams because the other team didn't have enough players. So I already knew. I was like, my baby's not the one that you needed to do this to Mm because now he don't know who his teammates are. He don't know where he's supposed to shoot. So he starts crying. And... My husband, he what he don't play is you crying and not playing. You yeah. can cry, but you better play through right, the tears. Right. I'm the same way. So he goes down there, and he's like, Marcus, pull together. Woman, white lady comes down, because you know they got to save folk. Marcus, it's okay. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my husband. Shut, I got this. This is my son. My son basketball team was so bad. We start off with 10, 12, all trash players. So what happened is in the YMCA (laughs) league, they kept the other good teams together. Mm -hmm. So they made a new team. It's like, all y'all new and y'all all suck. Y'all going to be on this team. Start off with 10. We're down to seven. The coach quits. He was like, honestly, guys, I I just, I thought things would be different. (laughs) Can't do it. I'm going to see y'all later. Uh Uh-huh. By the time the last four games, there's four people on the team. Oh, wow. Three people on the team. We're playing teams better than us, and they're fielding five players. We got three. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I literally would be across the field, like, you know, because our kids would get tired. Mm-hmm. I'd say, oh, y'all, oh, y'all going to play all five when we got three. Oh, y'all going to all game. First quarter, until the coach was finally like, okay, just put three in there. All game, y'all going to play with the better players, all of y'all. Everybody going to be over there? Okay, I see how y'all going to make my baby suffer. <laughs> it was terrible. But let's take a quick break and, and listen to our sponsors. All right. You guys know that I'm talented. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. Okay. So is Kev, so is Josh, but there are a lot of things that we don't know. And it's so great, and we're so grateful for places like Skillshare that allow you to be part of a community of creatives where you can learn so many different new skills or just enhance the ones you already have. You can witness a transformation by taking small steps and they turn into giant leaps. Yes. You know who also is skilled? Who? Steph Curry. He's on skill. He just DM'd me. 
You're lying. What? I'm dead serious. What? My life. I'm not. Steph? Steph. What, what, what are we talking about? Steph Curry just DM'd me, what? and he's super skilled. He said, man, y'all don't miss. Just a little appreciation message for the great, great door content. Mission on you, bro. What? Steph is skilled because he uses Skillshare might, to practice his basketball. We're not positive, oh, but he oh. may or may not. 50-50. Listen, I, I am sure. We're not going to ruin that. Listen, I know his wife be cooking, and I'm sure I'm she, sure she used that. on Skillshare. I'm sure they stumbled on it once or twice. I'm sure. I, I was going to talk about a class that I'm doing on productivity. Tell, talk a, about it. Yes, uh, for creatives, because as a creative, and especially as an entrepreneur, you sometimes have to schedule out stuff, and you don't know how to do it. And there's an actual class to help you find out how to be more productive in your day as a creative and they have so many recommended classes as well as a great search bar for you to be able to find things i actually am putting i, I can't tell you but i took a class on making cocktails out of a certain ingredient skillshare had it yeah i was like this is yes wow. it's amazing you hearing me it is so you hear me you hearing me okay skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning with so much to ex explore real projects to create in a support of fellow creatives skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth there's nothing better than getting better accomplishing growth is extremely satisfying do something today that you couldn't do yesterday with classes designed for real life skillshare is also incredibly affordable especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops and an annual subscription is less than ten dollars a month only ten i'm less than honey ten dollars a month so explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash sk sk and get a free trial of premium membership again explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash sk sk and get a free trial membership of premium Premium level membership. That's Skillshare.com slash SK. SK. Now, I'm going to tell y'all what, though. <laughs> okay? Let me talk about it. We're going to talk about this public, okay? Oh, wow. oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> what? That's not what I thought you were about to say. What y'all thought I was going to talk about? Right. about this? Look at who oh. came to see. Public. I'm it's so sorry. <laughs> public. Okay, because they're not trading what y'all think on public. They sure ain't. Uh, the stock, stock market. Well, can you see me, guys? Here I am. The stock market is made for public trading, so it should be more accessible for everyone. That's why we've joined public.com, the investing social network where you can buy stocks for any amount of money and share ideas with a community of investors. So what's great is that public's mission is making investive investing exclusive, educational and fun. This is the part that really usually is people's um, like hang up or stumbling block with investing is that if you don't know much about it, it feels like you are reading a different language. It feels like mm -hmm. you can't really understand it, but public makes it so that you can go in and feel confident about the things that you're doing, as well as feel as though um, you're a part of a community that is trying to help educate you. And then it's fun because you don't want to do something that's just going to add more stress to you. You don't want to do that, Angel. You don't. So um, that's one of the things that I love about it. And um, what's uh, great is like, so there was another platform that I will not name mm. that kept getting in a lot of hot water. Right. And um, I didn't feel like they were invested in the people that were using its platform to invest. Yeah. Where I do feel like with public, it's not just there to help you trade stocks. It's there to help you feel uh, to be more educated. Absolutely. Angel about trading stocks. <clears throat> and like I said, to enjoy doing it. 
The app is free. Oh, and also you can follow people on the app. So sure you, can. Uh, so if you are following somebody, you can see their portfolio. You can kind of see how they're moving so that if you are trying to, like, understand how people operate in investing, you have people there that you can follow. That's right. The app is free to use, and there's no account minimum to get started. With a fraction uh, investing... You can buy slices of stock at any amount of money versus full shares. So you can get something for as little as a dollar. Oh, a dollar? Yes. Just one. Nice. Yes, one dollar. Public takes the responsibility, a responsible approach. They don't permit promote risky or gambling-like behavior. They sure don't, Angel. They ain't going to play around they with that. Mm-hmm. None of that. Offer complex trading tools to beginners, and they don't encourage day trading. Come on, somebody. They are trying They're looking to out for the people. The people. Yes. Um. 74% of their community considers themselves to be long-term investors. Public prides itself on transparency and won't sell your data to market makers and third Thank you, parties. public. Mm-hmm. And breakthrough financial institutions that want you to spend more money and profit from your information. They don't. They they they, they not. They break your break. Excuse me. I said breakthrough. It's break free from speak, all speak, that. Speak, 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 speak. Sorry. Speak. Listen, y'all. I was saying the wrong words, but you understand what I'm saying. They're yeah, I do, to, Angel. They're not trying to profit from your information is what I'm saying. So go to public.com. Slash SK, SK to follow us on public.com. See what we're investing in. You can start investing today with as little as $1. You'll get a free slice of stock when you join. Just go to public.com slash SK, SK. and download the public.com uh, app. Download that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, valid for U.S. residents 18 or older, subject to account approval. See public.com slash disclosures, not investment advice. All right. Welcome back to the show. Thank you to our sponsors. Make sure to check the link in Zibio Zibio. to support them because we are obviously never going to be monetized on YouTube. So this is how you support us. All right. One day we might. One One day day we we might might. do do good by what we're supposed to do. (laughs) One day we might do good by YouTube. Mm -hmm. We've had this in the docket for a while, but it kept getting pushed down, but it cannot get pushed down no more. Virgil Abloh, mm-hmm. okay? He started off as Kanye's uh, creative director, I guess. Oh, okay. You could call him, right, Josh? For his clothing? I don't know his origin. For the slavery clothes? No, 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 before that. Okay. Slavery clothes. He was in Kanye's creative camp somehow when oh. people were still rocking with Kanye. Oh, okay. Um, but I didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. Um Later on, he left. But he's most known for Off-White. Right. And he had another streetwear thing. Keeping it two, bu- two Virgils. Keeping it two Virgils. Mm-hmm. Definitely he's known $50 for it. thing, yeah. Now, he is the head of Louis Vuitton men. Okay, now. Virgil is basically doing the same thing. <laughs> same thing that the lady was doing with the $1.2 million, He's doing with the Louis Vuitton money. <laughs> this man done made, and Josh going to put this up. He done made a airplane purse. Yes, he did. I'm sorry, an airplane bag. Yes, he did. Lit- literally, okay? L- lit- literally. Literally. A man literally. bag that is in the shape of what looks like a cargo plane for the U.S. Air Force. Yes. Like a, looks like a C-130. Look like a C-130, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Globe Master 3. This bag. Angel Tanksley. Tell me. <laughs> costs $39,000. What are the thread made of? Like the hair from cherubs? It's leather. There is no animal skin 
that is that unicorn leather. Look but at it, Angel. I'm That's looking Texas at cow. this stupid bag. Where are you going to put stuff in? It's the smallest thing. The wings, you can't put maybe cigarettes. You can put some <laughs> cigarettes in the loose. wings. Loose. They got to be loosey. Loose leaf cigarettes. Okay, and then you can put a water bottle in the body of it. That's what that's you spent thirty nine hundred dollars to thousand put, angel. Th- oh, excuse me, thirty nine thousand to keep your water bottle in something shaped like a plane. My thing is this, and this is kind of what always messes with my mind. My first good job, mm-hmm. Bank of America, mm-hmm. I made thirty thousand U.S. dollars a year. I bragged so hard because I was like, y'all counting hourly. <laughs> couldn't be me 30k a year when i counted the hourly i was like it ain't really that much more <laughs> you break it down you're like that that can't be right <laughs> <laughs> melissa was making 35 a year okay so our friend you know i worked at bank of america three years she worked at key bank for like six i believe Ooh. I don't, I don't, I've never got a race at bank of america uh-huh. i got bonuses and then they was, went away and they was just like man hush that bag cost more than I made in 2006. And it don't fly. And it. <laughs> That's the thing. I'd be like, does it fly though? Can I fly it to Spain? I might not be on there, but I can fly it and fly it back. It it's, don't fly. It's not a carry on. You know how dumb you look in line at the plane with that? You can't put it above you. You're bumping into everything. Oh. Excuse me. I, I, I just. Then he made a carrot. A like a carrot knapsack. Oh, I didn't see this one. Purse. Not about half the size of Baby Yo. Mm. It's that it's carrot. basically like a Louis Vuitton carrot coin purse. Let me see this Louis Vuitton carrot coin purse. Let me let me just say this. Y'all remember Devil Wears Prada? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to say this and you, you, you say what you want about me. I don't understand high fashion. Neither do the people who put it together. <laughs> I'm uh, what, what's her name? Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. I'm Anne Hathaway's character. Remember when they was putting the, the the belt on, and she was like, she laughed, and she was like, you know, Meryl Streep was like, oh, you think this is funny? This is cerulean military garments, and, and then you got that little sweater out of the bottom of a rouse or something like mm-hmm. that. I was still like, a, a, a lot of the high fashion stuff, I seen one, Josh sent me, the dude was wearing a city skyline. Yes, I saw. It was a city. It was a sweater. It was a sweater that was literally up here. It's the dumbest thing I have ever seen. And I think sometimes, now listen, there have been very few times that I have seen something that has been more costly and felt it and been like, Oh, I feel where the money is being spent. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I'm like, people have lost their mind. Everlasting. That's everlasting. To pay as much or to even dare put the price tag on these things. I'm just like, this is not, this is not cute. Well, and that's my thing. Like, and I'm genuinely asking, I'm not even trying to be funny. Are they like designed? Are they, are they designed to be worn by regular people? Are they designed to influence the rest? Like, what is the point, I guess, of high fashion? Because it doesn't look like the point is for regular people to wear it. I guess so it's is it for celebrities. Same, no, I think it might be the exact same thing as like high priced art. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There is a there there can be an extrinsic value to it if it's that some, word means an outward benefit. Oh, the opposite of intrinsic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there can be an extrinsic value to certain things if it's like visually pleasing, if it makes the the um well no, that makes it intrinsic. So I feel like there's way more intrinsic value, but then it's just like then why with intrinsic value it's hard to actually justify whatever price you're putting on it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like when um that's why the arts is so hard to be funded because a lot of it is intrinsic. It's about how it makes the person feel. So you're just like, how am I paying? How you gonna how you gonna mm-hmm. tell me how much a feeling cost? Right. So with these ugly purses, I'm like, does it make you feel a certain way? Because it's ugly on the outside. <laughs> this is ugly. It's ugly. So the Patreon is saying that it's not it's it's not wearable. It is art. It is um it's not designed for regular people. It it is it's art, it's collectibles, avant-garde, which is one of my favorite words. Avant-garde is not to wear. So the point is for ego. So that makes me feel better that that it's not well, then why are we spending money on it and why does it exist? Okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is it to draw attention to Louis Vuitton, right? Because before that bag thing or in the care thing, I hadn't thought about Louis Vuitton in a while. Is it designed to be like, oh, Louis Vuitton did this bold thing. Now I'll go buy their regular purse or the regular wallet or something like that. Do you think that's the, the point of high fashion? I don't know. Do you go buy the stuff? Cause no, I just be like, this is crazy. I don't know. Um, uh... I don't know. That is not what moves me. What moves you? How do you decide what you're going to wear? Do I think I'm going to be cute in it? I don't care if it's $5 or 500 Am I about to be cute? That's what a guy am. The canvas. Ah, you better talk about it, Angel. <laughs> Listen, so if the paint don't look good on me, I don't want it. I don't, but it can look good on me from Target or it can look good on me from Nordstrom. Listen, but it got to look good on me. Good fellow, Josh put me on. Goodfellow has a $5 black tee with a little pocket that mm-hmm. I have probably bought 30 of them. Now, they don't last many washes. You probably get about six washes. You start losing that bottom part of the, the pocket. <laughs> it falls apart. But that black with a black jean, mm-hmm. listen, that's the best $5. Goodfellow make a good jean, too. It ain't going to hold you. You're so stupid. Goodfellow make a good jean. I some okay. black T-shirts in a pack like to go, you know, to where to go to sleep from uh, Walmart. I can't remember what brand. He's sitting there. Wait a second. Oh, that Fruit in the Loom. He was like, I, I'm not used to wearing, he's not used to wearing a shirt with pockets. He said, but this feel real good. Listen. I said, listen, don't you, don't go to sleep on him. Nah, man. My kids grew up on, uh, what What was Walmart's? Uh, uh, Geranimals. Ger- no, no, no. They're a little bit older. Oh. It's not Merino. Bosimo. That no, was, that's Target. Not, that's Target. That's Target. That's when they Massimo, they definitely have it. They got that. They got Jack and Jill. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids is in some Jack and Jill. Well, my boys is in that H&M. Faded Glory. Uh-huh. Faded Glory. Them, bo- them Fredericks boys was Faded in that Glory. Faded Glory for years. Faded Glory. Faded Glory of uh, 579. The, I was in the Hanes sweats from there, too. Those $5 sweats. <laughs> Absolutely. Merino, Massimo. Shoot. Cat and Jack. That's Cat the one from Jack. Target. I said, Jack, yeah, I agree with you. I was like, Jack and Jill. Yes, they are. <laughs> Cat and Jack. My kids got a whole bunch of Cat Listen, and Jack. Listen, so Zay Zay's starting school back. Uh, 
He ain't, but yeah. <laughs> right. Every, they've been pushing this back every week for the right. last six weeks. Girl, it's finna be May. Right. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be Actually, May. it is May now when we're watching yeah, this. Yeah, when they're it seeing it. It's finna be June. Yeah. Um, but we realize he have not had no school clothes purchased in a calendar year. Yeah. Right? Almost longer than a calendar year. Usually we buy him school clothes in August, and then he's grown out of those by Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas, you know, he's probably grown out of those by April, but we're not finna do it again. No, right. No, no, no. So Arizona from JCPenney's also we used to buy a lot. Yes. Marona from Target. Those Marona, listen, Levi's has a, a Target brand. I feel like it's called Den- Denizen. Yes. Denizen, right? Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. At the look, yeah. look Denizen at down to the Target. I Listen, I still shop at I Target. Target. I didn't know that. I thought that was people stopping to well, shop Well, people there? thought I would be down on Rodeo Drive, and I say, oh, come on, guys. I, I mean, can't be you down be down on Rodeo. some old bougie stuff. There. I don't be down to Rodeo every day. Kev doesn't make the drive down there. Listen, it if it's not for fittings <laughs> for television shows where they put me in higher-end stuff, I would not ever. What's the most high-end thing you've ever worn? I don't know. Half the time, I don't even know the name of it, but I know I can't afford it based off of the price tag. I'll be like, oh, this is 25 for a shirt. You got to give it back or something, right? Oh, yeah. It ain't never mind. They put it in my dressing room. I put it on, do the scene. I take it off, hang it back up. Speaking of that, I'm sick of this. Go to my single, Josh. Let me tell you something. Tell me when you're on me. It's on. I'm about to say something. But let's say something to the sponsor first. Did we do all of them? This 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 would be a good time. Say something to the sponsor, and I'm gonna tell you how I feel when we come back. <laughs> Y'all know I love some wine. Y'all see me on crafts and cocktails, honey. Ooh. I like I like a good drink. And actually, we just had some of this on um, the Bald and the Beautiful Bright Sellers. Yeah, okay. so good. You, ooh, and they are a sponsor of this today's episode. It is a wine service that helps you find wines you'll love while making wine more accessible to everyone. Whether you're new to wine, the wine world, or you've been drinking wine for years, Bright Seller pairs you with unique wines using their crazy accurate algorithm takes about 30 second quiz you take about a 30 second quiz and let the wine magic happen and they'll pair you with six wines to fit your taste profile they sent me my box and let me tell you we tried the french chambron mm-hmm. that's what remember. they pronounce that's how they pronounce it mm-hmm. it's something like that it's a white wine <laughs> i would have never thought to try it I me neither never, if i would have went to like one of the wine stores if it was here, recommended i'd be like i don't know i just stick with what i know yes and we would have missed out on a great wine and it was really good it fit my palate perfectly and um i know especially for a lot of our viewers, we we be having the thing we like, and that's mm-hmm. what we go to. But you want to be able to be a little more diverse, yeah. With it, especially do. when the world opened up, yeah, you do. Baby, you want to be able to be like, yeah, so you want to try this French chambrum that I can't pronounce. It's delicious. <laughs> Bright Sellers and their sommeliers source their wines from all over the world to ensure each box has a wine that you have not tried. Plus, they have a wine education card so that you can learn more about the wine tasting notes, serving temperature, and know what food pairs well with your wine. Mm-hmm. First for a date night or finding the best wine to pair uh, a Netflix binge with. Now, that is the part I do love, the little education cards, because, you know, sometimes you just be drinking and be eating like Doritos. Yeah, That don't pair well. It don't go with like, Doritos. It'll be like, oh, you have this with some salmon. And I'll be like, salmon, I will. A little salmon. A little salmon. A little salmon go a long way. 
Um, you can always switch it up with the amount of reds and whites. If you're a seasonal wine drinker, you can skip and order whenever you want. The best part is that if you don't like a bottle of wine, Bright Cellars will work with you to include a replacement bottle in your next order. To top it all off, Bright Cellar members also get access to premium, sustainable, sparkling, and biodynamic wines. All right. So for here's the thing, listeners, we're giving you 50% off your first six bottle orders from Bright Sellers. Head to brightsellers.com slash HTT. HTT. That's Bright Sellers. B-R-I-G-H-T-C-E-L-L-A-R-S dot com backslash HTT. HTT. To receive 50% off your first six bottles. 50%? That's half off. That's very generous, Bright That's Sellers. Cool. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Help support the show by supporting Bright Sellers and get 50% off your first order at brightsellers.com slash HTT. HTT. Now we're back from the sponsors. Let me tell you what, Hollywood. Ain't no way Angel Lakita Tanksley, the actress, should not be filthy rich and famous. Okay? Melissa McCarthy, whom I love. This is not against Melissa. Angel should have had Melissa McCarthy career. She done should have had her Mike and Molly or what was it called? Yep, that's right. She should have had her sitcom. She should have had her doggone, uh, not girls trip, Bridesmaids. Oh, wow. And she should have been, okay, now I've done my comedies, and now I'm going over my drama, and then I should have a movie with Octavia Spencer. Now, Hollywood, I'm going to, let me, I'm, I'm going to give y'all about six months. Y'all better figure it out. This woman is the figure most talented out. person I know, and I know a lot of people. Can you imagine Bridesmaids starring Angel? Listen, Josh, let me tell you what. The only thing that I take solace in is a lot of people didn't pop till they was 37, 40, 45. Steve Carell didn't get the office till he was about 44. Mm -hmm. The only thing that gives me solace, because I can see myself. You know, they, they don't book Kev. I heard my own auditions. I understand. <laughs> Angel should be on a sitcom for seven years to where she shouldn't have to work again. And then she should be like the uh, Al Bundy guy on Modern Family. I don't know his real name. Uh-huh, Ed something. Ed something. Angel should be the star. But then when they leave that, they ain't known for only that. Jason Bateman, you should have had his career too. Mm, Angel could have had Jason Bateman's career. Mm. Start on Arrested Development in a comedy. Jason Bateman is a child actor. Outside of that, oh. I forgot about that. I didn't know that until a little he while ago, by the way. I had no stuff. idea. Oh, okay. And I saw those movies. He just wasn't like, oh, that's Jason Bateman. Mm -hmm. But Jason Bateman was funny in Arrested Development, even though he plays a straight man all the time. And mm -hmm. I don't think that's your thing. I need you to be funny wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she was funny in The Breakup. But then he also could go uh, serious in Ozark or Game Night or something. I think it was Game Night. Uh -huh. But he's, also, he's always playing a straight man. But yeah, my point is Angel should be just, she should be getting them same roles. And Hollywood, you have squandered, squandered, bit role here, guest star, recurring. Uh -huh. Oh, no, this woman need to be number one on the call sheet. Thank you, she need to have her team saying, oh, this trailer won't do. <laughs> Not for Angel, and I'm sick of it. Now, until y'all get your act together, we're going to be over here using her on Kevin State Studios app or as much as we can. I'm going to be here. But when y'all, and I listen, I, I love Angel. Thank you, sir. But my love for Angel is, hey, Kev, they done, I done booked it. <laughs> we we go we go work around. I'm, I, I don't book the. I'm listen. I I'm, I'm booked it. My hair is straight now. <laughs> I prepared.
hair. Listen, Angel is but a Angel is but a, a bird. A talented bird. I cannot cage her talent. Angel existed before me. She going to exist after me. It will make And now she ain't going to be replaced on this podcast. We're going to have to shoot on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. No, Monday no, no, no. morning. That is bonus You tried to rebel. I'm not going to. Oh, why would I try? By the time you on that pot, on that show, I'm going to be like, and now who is her co-host? Put me on the billboard. And she also do little podcasts. Put me on the corner. I'll, I'll purchase the, the bottom right corner for the sunset thing. I ain't never going to replace you. I'm going to <laughs> but I'm sick of it, y'all. I'm I, I'm done. It is a travesty. I told Angel this, this ain't nothing new. I called her randomly. I was at JoJo's soccer practice. And I was, Angel, <laughs> I am upset. I was. I like, was literally like in my car, like this is wrong. <laughs> this is wrong. And Angel friend. really also. I want to say this. Angel have her friends blow up, and she ain't never been pissed. No. She'd be just as happy. She'll help you book the audition and all this and that hair. And I, I'm sick of it. <laughs> I am doggone tired of Hollywood. I am furious oh, that Angel God. has not been. Look, I love Tiffany Hatch. This is not against Tiffany. I know it's like your homegirl. The way Tiffany burst on the scene with Girls Trip, and I mean burst like mainstream yeah, burst. She everywhere. was already on the Carmichael show. She was already killing it in stand-up. But for the majority of people, they didn't know who she was. They didn't know who she was. Girls trip, you need that. I, I agree. I want it. Shoot. I'm going to have it. I'm so, Kevin begins so mad. I, it's just here's here's my here's my problem. Here's the thing, right? It's one Sorry. it's one thing. This is why it's like frustrating. It's one thing if it's like, oh, this person is just better. Like Kanye has a lyric. Dang, these niggas that much better than me? It's one thing if they are. Like, that's why I have no problem with the NBA. I played basketball. I played it a lot of my life. I was never going to be them. Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. But I know, and you ain't got to say it. I'm going to say it for you. I know you watch these movies. You be like, I know. I mean, come on. Y'all ain't going to just cast any old body but me. No, I don't. I, I well, you should. I do. <laughs> I know it has more to do. I know it has more than talent to do with Well, it. that's that the other problem. The biggest problem is the color of your skin. There's not enough roles where, I mean, look, there's this old thing that they've said about black Hollywood, usually reserved for black male comedians. It's one at a time. Mm -hmm. One comedian, Eddie. Mm -hmm. And Eddie was Martin mm -hmm. or Bill Cosby or uh, Cat, mm -hmm. Kevin Hart, Lil Rail. Like, Hollywood really be that. But for white people, oh. 3,000. And they'd be looking the same. I'll be like, now who is you and you? Listen, and you, Kirsten, Kirsten, Christy. <laughs> there was a movie about Fox News with uh, about Megyn Kelly. It was three white women, mm -hmm. and I'm looking at them. I said, now you're telling me this is <laughs> these are separate white women. Well, you know the movie I'm talking about? No. Oh, I feel like it was Charlie Staring. Oh, it didn't do well. Oh my God, what was this movie? Called? Bombshell. Look up the doggone is 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 Charlie staring Nicole Kidman and Margot Robbie? Oh, it's hanging out all over the place. Bombshell Angel. Oh yes, I saw this. One, I like said, Amazon hold on, Prime or something. And I was like, oh, they just put the same woman's face over and over. Nicole Kidman, Charlie staring and Margot somebody. Robbie. Or Robbie. 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 No, that's what Kirsten done. Kristen Bell, Kirsten Bell, and uh, one other one. I'm like, just they just spun Zoe out. Zoe Deschanel one. has a sister 
em- Emily Deschanel. Yes, they look really? just alike. Yes. yes. One was heck? in Bones, I believe, and the other was in New Girl. Oh my yes. God. They look that just is alike. Si- them I can, is like, sisters. Literally picture it now. Do you see how they look just alike? I said, man, what? Listen, put the put the same face I'm on another sick channel, of it, man. I hate it here. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I'm sorry. It will and burn. You just went out on the ranch. I just be like, you're, where you wearing the hoodie? Well, and when you like, audition for that other show, baby Yoda. Listen, hopefully by the time this airs, I will have had something, That's and you'll true. be like, it's not enough. Okay. okay. They, you need movie start. reparations. Start, yeah, I'll take it. I'll but take that's it. the one thing, though, that I know about your career, and I know this for sure. One thing I know in two's for sure. Once that thing happened, they're going to be like, who's this? Oh, get her on the horn. Newcomer. Get I'll be like, the- after 15 years? <laughs> after 15 new- years. It's going to be an overnight success. Let me tell you what, it was a long night. <laughs> it was the longest night ever. And I'm going to be like, Amar, that's your mom. He's going to be like, what's up, Uncle Kev? You want to smoke? I'll be like, Amar, you don't smoke. You're three. He was like, you right. You right. All right, I'm hot now. He's hot. Well, we've got a really special segment that we can't wait to show you all. Oh, yes. We have a fantastic awesome. <laughs> artist, Rayana J. We talked about her in a previous uh, podcast. Friend uh, of the pod. Friend of the pod, friend Joshua pod. Gonzalez introduced her to Kevin and then they introduced her to me. She sounds amazing. And we're starting a new segment on this podcast every now and again. Give you a little hot 10, hot 15 of uh, someone that we find interesting that we think you all would enjoy. So uh, sit back and take a watch to our interview. (laughs) All right. Welcome back, guys, for our final segment. We are joined by the illustrious Vocal talent, songwriter extraordinaire, Richmond, California, Bay Area finest, Rayana J. Welcome to the show, Rayana. Oh my gosh, that was such a nice intro. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Of course. So if you guys don't know, we talked about this in a couple podcasts ago. Mm -hmm. Joshua Gonzalez sent me Rayana's album. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you're listening, okay. let me give you the exact title of this album. Which is it an album or an EP? It's an EP. Okay, the album EP. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's called <laughs> "Love Me Like." Okay, uh, it is. It is seven songs, 21 minutes of pure bliss. It was um, my uh, first plane album. Uh, when I get on the plane, mm-hmm. I put on R&B to calm down because I travel so much. So in the year it came out, 2019, for about six months, it was my, love me like you're my last time. (laughs) (laughs) Love me like you're the one. Okay, so Rayana, I had described her voice as if you could hear a butterfly singing. That is what Rayana's voice sounds like to me. Rayana, welcome to the show. Tell us how you became the world's greatest singer-songwriter. Please. That's so dramatic, but I I claim that. I'll take that. Um, My story, I started in church. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what it was. Another one. (laughs) I'm a church kid. I grew up going to a church in Richmond, California, where my great uncle was the pastor. My granny cooked for the church. and My auntie played the piano. Um, So it was like a a big family thing. And then as soon as I was old enough to be causing ruckus in the pews, they, like, put me in the choir. Mm Mm-hmm. And from the choir, I grew up, I started directing the youth choir. Um, and then when I was in high school, yes. that, that, was me. 
then when I got to high school, I ended up getting an internship at this um, like media literacy program in Oakland called Youth Radio. Mm. And that's where I saw like my first actual professional studio. And then it finally clicked. And I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I think I was like in 2016, I made my first song called Marty McFly. Mm. The rest is history. Is that when you left the Lord for the world? This I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> I was going to ask, so when did you turn your back on Jesus? No. <laughs> when did I get in the world? Yes. I, no, y'all. I did not turn my back. So, hey, we picking with you. We picking. We, How old you, are you? Wait a minute. I just, so we can get this clear. How old are you? I'm 27 years old. Oh, she ain't nothing but another baby born in 1990. You won't even... You shouldn't be outside right now. <laughs> you know how me and Angel, we got to care for Joshie and, and Bex. They be walking around all outside driving cars uh, born in the 90s. And we Every time we got to have them coming here. When I get on a flight, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, Joshua, you sit in the next to me. Exactly. That's that why man we trying to take your peanuts. this podcast with us. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead and ask your question, Gab. Sorry. So my thing, obviously your voice is beautiful. Very light and mm-hmm. airy. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. You know, but to me, the thing that really uh, attracted me to your music was your songwriting. What is your process? Because when you sing, I am like, it's like when you read a good book. Mm-hmm. I am like, I am enveloped in this story. How? And, and there's a lot of artists. Look, this is not a dick. Music is a collaborative sport mm-hmm. or a cre- collaborative medium. Yes. So I'm not mm-hmm. shading people. But it's not as common that singers are singing songs that they wrote. Mm-hmm. What's your process to to write the songs you write? It's such an ever changing process. Um, I I know you guys were like talking about my TikToks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those, those are only like thirty seconds to a minute long. Um, the guy who's making the music, he puts a little prompt up, and I just kind of like free write mm. based on what he's like saying to write about, and then I just make it all make sense there. But um, my usual process for writing songs is get into a toxic relationship. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. That works. Get my heart broken. Mm-hmm. Cry, write a hit. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> okay. You okay. know what? That you can run that to a million. Would it would it take yeah. seven heartbreaks for seven songs, or how does that break down? It's like a heartbreak of EP. So oh, heartbreaking EP. That makes EP sense. The mm. heartbreak. Yeah. Adele, Adele, Taylor Swift. They'd be like, "Oh, you broke my heart." Platinum. Lemonade. Beyonce. Lemonade. Opus. Jay Z mm-hmm. messed up. She said, "Wait until you see the genius that is Beyonce." I ain't gonna hold you. That is my favorite Beyonce project because it's amazing. It is. It's that's it's a good amazing. one. That's a good one. But before Beyonce was writing pop hits, Mm -hmm. then it was anthems, then in like self-titled, it was a little like my real life. Mm -hmm. Lemonade was like, this nigga think he gonna (laughs) treat me any kind of way? I bet you won't. You ain't gonna have no wife. Yeah. And we were like, I know Jay-Z was like, ooh, this is an amazing thing, but who are you upset? (laughs) But then it's also a story because towards the end, she's like, all right, now get your act together because I love you. We got these kids. And that's when I turned the album off. (laughs) You said, I'm not here for this. Hey, hey, get him out of here. <laughs> she said, uh-uh, not for this foolishness. So I was watching Invincible, mm. and all of a sudden, Zazie Beetz's character 
is listening to your song. She is. She has good taste. She has great taste. What was it like to hear your music on TV? I mean, it's not, it's TV, but it's TV for us now. Um, honestly, one of my favorite things is when my music gets picked up for shows. Mm. Um, because it's one of those things, like I grew up with my mom and my granny and I can tell my granny, like my music is doing this, like it's doing really well, but she can't understand it because she can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when the when the songs come on TV, I think like the first TV placement I got was like on Grownish. Mm-hmm. That was something she could see. Yeah. And then that made sense to her. So it's always tight to like hear my stuff on TV. But Invincible, I love animated series. Mm-hmm. I love superhero shows. And mm-hmm. I've always like, I want to voice act in the future. So to hear my song on an animated TV show about superheroes, it was just tight. And it's like all a little cute couple. Bring it tight back, by the way. That it's never tight. left. Tight? It, it ain't as popular as it once was, though. <laughs> what? Is it just the word tight. Let it go? Oh, I say tight all the time. Oh, yes. tight. So who are your musical influences? Mm, good question. It was a good question. Good. Thanks. Mm. One Thanks, of my guys. favorite questions. Um, Amy Winehouse is number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. She did, huh? <laughs> she yes, Angel. She, she gone beat the Lord. God rest her soul. I'm so sorry. God rest her soul. She has gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead. Amy Winehouse, and that's where I get a lot of like my songwriting from because the main thing I want people to get from my songwriting is honesty. I'm never gonna write a lie. Mm-hmm. If I wrote it, I know it. Yeah. I lived it. I've been there. Um, and I think that's really tight of mm-hmm. her. Let me mm-hmm. stop saying tight. No, no, keep really it going. Good. I love the word. I'm gonna bring it back in my own vocab. I like it. <laughs> Um, Amy Winehouse, Sam Cooke, mm-hmm. um, that was riding around with my granny and she only had two CDs in the car. It was either BB and CC's greatest hits or mm-hmm. Sam Cooke's greatest hits. No in between. <laughs> no in between. <laughs> uh, Amy, Sam Cooke, Anita Baker. Um, big fan. Okay. <laughs> Get out. Why can't I be a big you. fan? Of, why I'm can't so I, glad. Why I don't, guess even When will the blacks let me be a fan? Why can't so, I find her late you know and, and you love quit her? saying big fan. I am a big fan. Why can't I be a new big fan? You can once you stop saying big, big fan. fan. <laughs> but I need people to know that I'm a big fan. <laughs> Kev, you don't even know Anita Baker. Oh, that's so wild. Wow, Kev. Uh, Ray wow. already knew. In the streets, they talking, Kev. That's true. I do be. And Stevie Wonder. That's, it. that's my last one. Stevie, Stevie. Wonder. Oh. We were talking about this on the podcast. We want Stevie Wonder to have a D'Angelo and Friends type versus. Like, don't Ooh. put Stevie against nobody. Just let Stevie have three hours. And tell us the stories and play his songs. Absolutely. I would I would so be good. ready. Because I, I don't think I don't it. think anybody alive matches up with him music. Who do you put against Stevie Wonder? N- they're dead. They're but dead. Even who, yeah. who dead would have been a good match? Right. They, they won't see eye I to mean, eye. this is terrible, but I was gonna Josh. say Ray. What what happened? Wrong with Josh. Why would you who? don't you Why say what? You say <laughs> what did you say, Angel? Who? Ray Charles. No, mm. they don't match up. Ray, yes, they I mean, do. He's got bangers. No, I they might. They they don't matter. They he has bangers, but I don't think his musical style matches uh, Stevie. Well, we thought the same thing with uh, Snoop and DMX. But at least they were both hip hop. Okay, Thanks, so what baby. is Ray so, and Stevie? I thought Ray is like, is he considered That's a jazz cool. musician? 
Blues. No. Blues? You don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Rayana, here's my question. Another question. We ain't going to hold you long. Oh, Stevie Smokey. Okay, go ahead. You are equally talented singing and songwriting. Do you prefer one or the other? Oh. I prefer one over the other. Um, if I had to pick one to do for the rest of my life, it would be songwriting. Mm. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, I can get into mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah. Singing is cool. Sometimes you don't always want to do all that. Sometimes you just want to write your songs and go. <laughs> do you ever write songs for other artists? I have before, and I want to get into that more this year and in the years after. That's um, dope. Actually, yeah, that was a, a question that. I wanted to ask about your placement. Are you involved in that process or does your somebody from your team just be like, yo, we got your song placed on this show? Or can you be like, I don't like that show. Don't get it placed. Or how does that work? I get an email sent directly to me like, uh, what's up, Rihanna? This show wants to use this song at this part of the show. Let me know how you feel about that. And I can say, hey, that's great. Or I can I can pass. I didn't know you could pass. Yeah, I could pass. <laughs> I can always pass. Nice. It's like what, um, what's that uh, man that said it? Cisco, you remember <laughs> when he said when people want to sample, it's not the same thing, but like yeah. you have ownership over how and when your stuff is used. Oh, dope. Yeah, like if, if they hit me to do some wild show with, with things that I just do not agree with, uh, no, you can't use my song. Get out Got of it. I, when I meant how, how, how long you've been in business, I know you said 2016. Do you count that as the beginning of your career or do you count when you sign with a label, your first EP? Like how do you... How do you classify your career? The beginning of my career was when I dropped my song, Sleepy Brown. That was like my first big song that was actually released in a in an actual release method. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the first song that got picked up by major blogs. And um, yeah, that's when I count my career. How did you find her, Josh? Because you just sent me the album and I was like, okay. And I pressed play and I was like, Our yes. Our good Egyptian friend, Amir Bassi. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. Just so you guys know, Amir is the person that Josh loves more than me. That's, that no, is true. Not, no, Joshua, don't you lie. Person was, but At okay. least one person outside of his mom and dad, maybe his brother. Oh, Derek, my brother. I love nah, you. He turned his back on me. But uh, <laughs> Amir, that's his boy. Oh, Amir, blame the label. I love him. But I Amir is a lovable question. guy. Who are your, who do you consider your contemporaries or who are you a current like fan of who am i a fan of yeah either current like who are your either the people who are like now out here making music who would you listen to people right now who are making it her Mm-hmm. Her's trying to. Her, she's turning a little page of sexy. She's doing a little <laughs> more like I'm sexy too. Don't just think I'm a savant. Mm-hmm. Her ladies. She just dropped a song last night. Oh. Um. And I the gif. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, hey, now. Well, what you doing over <laughs> you there? Little girl. Stop doing it. <laughs> I thought you she was with the glasses up. and stuff. Her who else? Uh, Ari Lennox. Ah, Ari Lennox. Ah, big big fan. fans of big Ari fan. here on the pod. Uh, Giveon. is so good. He's good. Uh, Brent Fiaz, like I really like a lot of the people who are coming up right now. That's why I will say, a lot of times people who are old, born in the eighties, R and B is dead. R and B is in a good place to me. 
Mm-hmm. I've, there's a it lot is. of good R&B artists, big and small. I wish they got more play. Oh, yeah, I do, too. But yeah. I don't blame them. Oh, no, I don't blame it on them. I've realized that I don't be knowing anybody because they're not playing them. Yeah. Where yeah. I feel like in the 90s, R&B um, artists were more accessible. Yeah. yeah. Before we let it's you... It's not the popular genre anymore. It's not. What she saying? She said it's not yeah. the popular genre anymore. I know. Dang, that's true. That's I'm going to start rapping. Start rapping. Start rapping. Should. Start rapping. Beyonce, she's about to release a single solo rap album. People in her camp have told me. Um, so I believe it. Before we let you go, Rayana J, guys, download her album. I love Love Me Like. E-piece, she also e-piece, has e-piece. Uh, the Love Me Like sessions on her YouTube page, which is Rayana J. Um, it's, it's very stripped down a la Tiny Desk. So check that out. But before we let you go, Rihanna, where can people find you? What should they look forward to? Tell them about yourself. Okay. So if you want to find me, Twitter, Instagram, all the things, it's at Rihanna J. That's R-A-Y-A-N-A-J-A-Y. I hope y'all got that. Rewind it if you need to. Rewind it. And then as far as what I got coming up next, I just dropped a song called Last Call. I got another song coming out, and then there is an EP on the way. I will tell y'all that. EP on the way. So you just broke up with somebody? (laughs) (laughs) You know me. (laughs) Thank you so much, Rihanna, for stopping by with us. You guys check her out. Um, And that does it for today's episode. Yes. Patreon, we love you. Thank you for watching this live. The rest of you guys, we also love you. I don't ever want you to feel bad. I know I, it always comes across like that. Like, oh, we not Patreon. I love everybody. Just love Patreon a little bit more. Just All right, y'all. Peace. Bye. Thank you, Rayana. God bless you. Thank you. All right. There's another bang of fire. There's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. With my boy Kevin stays. And that chick angel.